Hey everybody, welcome back to Sunnydale Review. I'm Brian. I'm Jillian. And Jill, how are you doing? I'm good, how are you? I'm doing quite well. This is the last episode of recording on the first batch. Yes. So, you know, it'll be a month of time for the people watching <laughs> and listening at home. But for us, it's just been a few hours. Yes. And I'm excited because this episode that we're covering first is pretty ridiculous. Oh. What is the name of it? I, Robot, Eugene. It's obviously a play on the Tarzan yeah. quote, um, but also a play on the uh, play iRobot, very famous, you know, mm-hmm. uh, which became a Will Smith movie that it did. people may know. It has nothing to do with the play <laughs> at all, but you know, it yeah. was okay. It was very of a time. And speaking of of a time, this is an episode oh. certainly of a time. So what is it about? Ah. Uh. This, oh my god, this episode is so painful. Um, <laughs> so, first off, um, Passion of the Nerd, which, yes. YouTube channel, I love him, he's amazing. Mm. I am going to fangirl like this probably every episode, and I am not apologetic for it. Um, Squad Art, hey guys, if you like uh, this show, maybe you can help Joe out and get him as a guest for us. I know he has like 30,000 subscribers, it's fun. awesome. <laughs> you want to see Jill completely fangirl out. Oh my god. Even more. Even more of a reason to. <laughs> but, um, so the way he describes this episode is terrible, horrible, awful episode <laughs> that you kind of have to watch, but you may as well be drinking. I don't know why he hates it so much. It's bad, but oh, it's so ridiculous. Okay, so just kind of in a nutshell, because it hurts my heart to talk about this episode for too long. Uh, this is the catfishing episode. Just going to put it out there. Before catfishing was a thing. <clears throat> yeah. Well, no, it was probably just at, it. It was definitely a dangers of the internet PSA. Mm-hmm. Oh, it was as the sure, internet yeah. was really becoming a thing. Yeah, I, I think when I was watching this again for the first time, I was like texting. I was like, "This is like a 1990s version of Black Mirror." Oh my god! And I know you haven't seen Black Mirror, but it's a fucking 1990s version of Black Mirror. It's <sighs> so ridiculous. Um, some of the stuff that they did in this episode, it was very clear. Like, no one really knows what the internet is or how it really would have worked back nope. then. So it's just like a definitely <laughs> like a, the internet is scary. Let's make it more scary. And we get an, introduce, an introduction of a new character, at least. Yes, a character who does become very important. Yeah. So, so I mean, it one saving grace. It's not good. as bad as it could be, but it's still not great. We got a giant robot demon. Yeah. At the end, which so, is so ridiculous. So the idea of this episode mm. is that there the Giles has kind of uh recruited these super tech nerds mm. to digitize his books. Which makes sense. It's smart. Yeah. You know, because you can pull stuff up a lot easier. He doesn't have to be going around for three hours because he said in the last episode he's been researching for six hours a lot of that has to just be him like where, where's this book yeah where's this in? so i get it yeah i don't think they ever use the digitized library though no <laughs> they don't this um, is one plot point just for him to be like i i hate technology giles does not like technology yeah. giles is very much a uh oh what is it a a Physical book purist, yeah. let's call him. Mm-hmm. Um, he would 100% like only listen to vinyl. Yeah. Today, you know? Oh, yeah. He does. Right. He has a record player. Right. And listens so, to like old school before rock. Before it was it. cool. 
Yeah. He was just like into it. And the way that they, I don't know if this was really a thing, mm. but like the scanner that they use to scan in these books mm-hmm. looks like one of those, you know, like the black light LED things that you plug in. Oh, yeah, it, yeah. And, it, it, <laughs> and it's like, like, here's the book. And she's just kind of like using the light along the pages. And it's apparently scanning it into the computer. I don't know if that was actually like a, a thing. thing yeah. I don't um, think it was. Because it also like comes out perfectly. Like, it, yeah. you know, it, like, if someone was really doing it, it'd be, like, off-center and, like, fuck it up a yeah. lot. But it's just, like... So the fun. idea is that there was this um, demon that was trapped inside a book, and then they scan the book into the computer, mm. and the demon gets less let loose into the internet. I, lo- I love it. And um, I love it. Giles calls the computer the idiot box, which I think is amazing. Right. Um, so... Uh, this episode, the one saving grace and mm-hmm. the only reason to watch this episode is for the introduction of Miss Calendar, right. who is like the computer teacher mm-hmm. at the school. And she has these other two students who are helping with this whole digitizing effort. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's see. So she kind of has like this banter back and forth with Giles about mm-hmm. how like she's very tech positive yes. and he's very like book purist like we already mm. talked about like, um, get, get a chat room already you know what i'm saying yeah so miss Callum, <laughs> you're like i'm powering through that horrible joke yep. don't ever say something like that again <laughs> so miss calendar mm-hmm. uh corrects him and says that an idiot box is a tv not yes. the computer yes um so Willow scans the demon book into the computer. This mm-hmm. releases the demon trapped in the book onto the internet. Mm-hmm. Willow has... Oh, this is the episode Willow has a picture of Gi- uh, her and Giles in her locker. And it's so freaking adorable. See, it's not all bad. Uh, com- <laughs> the computer nerds get possessed by the demon. And it starts yeah. like talking to them through the computer. Like, really creepy. Mm-hmm. One of them has a line about um, when they're working with Giles mm-hmm. and Giles is like, I don't want to ever like touch a computer or go anywhere near a computer, blah, blah, blah. And one of them goes, if you're not jacked in, you're not alive. I'm like, Oh my God. Ugh. Oh, it, it, Ugh. it, it hurts me. It hurts me. I, I want to slap this kid, mm-hmm. but, um, uh, let's see. The computer nerds get possessed by the demon. Buffy mm-hmm. has a spidey sense that something's wrong again. Mm-hmm. Um, this, this kind of turns on and off throughout the series. They kind of stop it. At some point, it's yeah. it's kind of stupid. Um, let's see, Jan, uh, Xander's kind of jealous. Um, he brings up to Buffy that, uh, oh, so sorry. Uh, so Malcolm is the online name that this de- demon is using mm-hmm. to talk to Willow. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Willow kind of starts like falling in love with him and yeah. blah blah blah. Xander gets jealous. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of says to Buffy, like, this Malcolm guy could be anybody. We don't know who this guy is. Right. Which, like, okay, thank you, Xander, for being the voice of reason here. Yeah, and um, that's fair. You don't know if it's a chat room who it is. Yeah. It's probably an older guy <laughs> trying to talk to a high schooler. A hundred, anyway. hundreds of thousands of year old demon trying yeah. to talk to a high schooler, because that's not weird. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Willow starts not acting like herself. She's blowing off school. Mm-hmm. Um, Buffy tells her that she's concerned, and Willow says, I don't know why you don't want me to have this. It's not as though guys chase me around. Mm-hmm. Like Willow is just like starved for attention and yeah. she loves Xander, but Xander's not giving her that attention mm-hmm. because he really likes Buffy and she likes Giles, but he's way too old for her and that just never would have worked. <laughs> right. Um, so 
kind of Buffy's torn between like wanting her friend to be happy, but mm-hmm. also wanting her to be safe and smart and, you know, mm-hmm. not putting everything into somebody she's never met. Yeah. Which makes sense. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Xander has a really awesome line in this episode. To read makes our speaking English good. I just love him. Yeah. Oh, my God. Um, I think this is about the time where I like get annoyed with Xander in season one. I'm like, just date Will- Willow. Yeah. Like, she's so awesome. Just I forget know. about these other girls who are never going to talk to you, Xander. Ugh. Idiot. It, it hurts. Yeah. Um, so let's see. Malcolm, so the, the demon in the computer, orders mm. the two nerds to kill Buffy. Uh, yeah. Buffy almost gets electrocuted in the girls' locker room. I like that it was like, they actually like made a smart trap. They didn't just try to like beat her up or something. Oh, yeah. But, uh, well, they're, they're two geeks. They wouldn't have been able to, even if she wasn't super powered. Right. No, I, that's a, but I like that. I like, because yeah. it would have been dumb if they were just like, oh, we'll just like go. It, it was it was believable. Of, that's a plan mm. they came up with. Right. Um, so they try to kill her. Buffy doesn't end up dying, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they end up building like the robot. Or they end up building the demon like a robot body so that mm-hmm. he can have a relationship with Willow. It's... I don't know if it's really made clear exactly what he wants to do with Willow, but, like... Yeah, he just wants to be out in the real world. It's creepy, and um, Buffy ends up killing him. Mm -hmm. Willow's rescued, and, yeah. Um, I did like, too, because since he is, like, a giant metal robot, she, like, tries to fight him at first, and, like, it does not work very well. It's like, oh, yeah, he's a giant robot. You can't just punch him in the face. Yeah. I like, too, how he's, like, build me... This is specifically what I look like in real life. Like, you yeah. need to give me the horns and all that shit. Like, yep. I, he's I, like, here, I put together the schematics. Yeah, Those exactly. are this, please. Because the demon just somehow knows that. Mm-hmm. Um, isn't this the, I think this is the episode where, like, Miss um, Calendar ends up doing, like, a, she's a, a techno oh, Wiccan or something. Oh, my God. Yeah, she is. I forgot. And they, that, they yeah. have to do, like, an exorcism. They have, like, to get a this... chat room. Like, yeah. Yeah, it's a lot. They have to do, like, this, this technological exorcism to, like, remove the demon from the internet. Mm-hmm. And, uh, oh, what is it? Giles is just like, can't you just, like, make a computer virus? And she's like, you have no idea how the internet works. <laughs> Which, like, every, yeah. every signal pointed to that. You're just stating facts at this point. Yeah, Giles and the writers of this episode don't understand computers. <laughs> we get it. I mean, they might have understood it in the day. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> this was 1997. I was five, so. <laughs> right. So, I guess at the end of the day, Willow obviously doesn't get you know with the robot demon no she gets betrayed very sad yeah um be careful of who you meet on the internet yeah they could be a demon yeah that's what i was saying if you're going to meet someone from the internet mm. meet in a very public place yes <laughs> like a mall mm. a very very crowded mall right be smart and be safe on the internet please yeah because yeah it could be a demon Wants yeah. to become a robot. It's not you don't need that in your life. No. You, you could really also don't. just be a regular murderer. Also. Yeah. It doesn't have to be a demon. But uh so would you give this out of ten? One. A one. <laughs> I I'll, I'll, I'll give it a three just because it's so campy and ridiculous. Oh my like, god. It's worth watching. Yeah. At least because it's especially looking back at it, it's like, what the fuck? Like, what is this show? The biggest thing to take away from this episode is the introduction of Miss Calendar. Yes, very important. But that's about it. Mm. 
And so do you think Chris Gunter was like mainly introduced to be just like the, a love interest for Giles, at least at first? Because it's very like, he only cares about books. She's I, like I, computers. They're opposites. How will they ever work? I don't know. I mean, it could just be a way to, well, they needed a way to introduce technology. Yes, they did. So they needed a technology teacher in the school. Mm. They also needed just any other teacher in the school because the only other teachers we've been introduced to at this are point dead. Are, are dead. Yeah. <laughs> These kids go to school, but there's no teachers. It's, it's, well, it's amazing people keep taking the job. Yeah. It's like a defense against the dark arts <laughs> position. There are a couple of those. Like, I don't think so, Dumbledore. I, thank you, but no thank you. <laughs> and that's how you get Gilderoy Lockhart. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, but yeah. So, um, yeah, just watch the Passion of the Nerd episode on this and skip it. Yeah. I'm sorry. It's, yeah. Now we're getting to uh, an episode I don't think has to exist personally, but I'm happy it does. There are some elements of this that play into the greater, but yeah, it's, yeah. No, it's not good. It's just like <laughs> fucking ventriloquist dummies will always be creepy. Yes. Of course, it's Slappy from the Goosebumps series. I didn't watch Goosebumps. You never even read the books? I don't think so. All right, well, he's a ventrilo- I got way too easily scared as a kid. All right, fair enough. He's a ventriloquist dummy. He's in a bunch of those. He murders oh. people. You know how it'd be. It's creepy. And then the new Toy Story. I... What? I'm sorry. Jill- <laughs> you didn't even see Toy Story? The new one? I didn't see the newest one. Not yet. There are creepy ventriloquist dummies in that, too. Oh, God, why? <laughs> Gotta do it. Why? But, but I think what makes this good is you look at those and you're like, those are creepy. I hate that. I don't want that anywhere near me. But then in this episode, he ends up not being the bad guy. Exactly. Yeah. It's cool. Subvert your expectations. It's what this show's all about. <laughs> Okay, so let's let's get into this. Uh, the episode is season one, episode nine, the puppet show. Um, it is another not dealing with vampires episode. Mm-hmm. Basically, the school is having a talent show. Okay, I will say there are some very funny parts of this episode. Yeah. Um, the school is having a talent show. Principal Snyder is introduced. Yes. So they finally replaced the uh, the principal after he got eaten by the students. Uh, There's another one. You go to the job interview. So what happened to last guy? Oh, you know. Get eaten by some students. And he kn- he's aware of it, too. He, yeah. he mentions it later. Well, there's way more going on. Oh, yeah. Snyder. Which you can kind of <laughs> tell from, like, the first moment. You're like, something about this guy. It's really funny because Snyder hates children. Yes. And at one point, I don't remember if it's this episode, but uh, Giles is like, for someone who hates children, I don't know why you took a position <laughs> as a high school principal. It's like, I don't know either. The money's terrible also. I don't know. <laughs> the working conditions aren't great. The yeah. last one got eaten. I don't know. Um, so uh, so Giles was put in charge of the talent talent show un- mm. unwillingly. It was a uh, directive from Principal Snyder. Um, Giles inter- interacting with other people. Oh it's always God. gold. Um, Principal Snyder makes Willow, Xander, and Buffy join the talent show. They have mm. no idea what their act is going to be. Uh, there's... Morgan, who is a ventriloquist, and he has the mm. ventriloquist dummy. Um, he's not very good until the dummy takes over. Yes. And starts making kind of sexist comments toward people. Yeah. It's totally it's fine. the 90s. Um, it's just how it was back then. Played it's off as a joke. High terror comedy back then. Um, people in this talent show start getting killed. 
Yeah. Uh, the Never do anything at this school. If it's a group, nope. one by one, you will die. You so. are better off going to class than going home mm. and doing nothing extracurricular. Yeah. <laughs> Be like me in high school, guys. <laughs> Wait, were you a drama kid? I was. <laughs> Just making a I also played football. I would have died. Pretty sure, these, pretty sure these two murders... Are the drama kids? No, but yeah. end up happening in the theater. Yeah, I would have no <laughs> chance in high school. Um, I took off city, you know what I'm saying? It's a callback. Um, so people in talent show start getting killed. The dancer has her heart stolen. Uh, Morgan, the guy who was like the ventriloquist working mm. with the dummy, um, he loses his brain. Um, yeah, that sucks. Poor Morgan. He didn't do anything wrong. No. Like, he was just trying to help. He didn't ask for this, all right? He didn't ask for his ritual, his dummy, to be possessed by, like, a spirit. Nope. Like, ah, poor Morgan. So uh, there's a misdirection that we kind of already talked about in this mm-hmm. episode where you're supposed to suspect that Morgan and or the dummy is the person killing people. Yes. Um, yeah, definitely, like, the dummy's making Morgan kill people. That's what you yeah. think at one point, but nope. I think it turns out that the demon was trying to steal Morgan's brain, but then mm. he had, like, brain cancer. Yeah. It was explaining the headaches, and that's and the demon has to, like, reject the brain. Yeah. It's this whole thing. It's um, just fucking shit luck. Yeah. Doesn't understand. No one's going to like his talent because everyone's going to be creeped out. It's just... So... R.I.P. Morgan. R.I.P. Morgan. Um... Let's see. Giles is having trouble balancing the talent show with his watcher duties, similar to how Buffy struggles to balance her slaying duties with her school and social yeah, life. Now you see Giles. It's <laughs> easy out here. Um, Joyce wants to attend the talent show and support Buffy, which is a major turn from where her character was in uh, The Witch. Mm-hmm. I said maybe she turned over a new leaf after her near-death experience yeah. in Angel. <laughs> you take one fork to the neck, you know? A barbecue fork Start they thinking don't even about own. stuff differently. <laughs> Um, oh, so Cordelia is bugging the crap out of Giles. First of all, she's singing, uh, Greatest Love Mm -hmm. for the talent show, and it's Charisma, if you can sing, which I don't know if you can or not, Mm -hmm. but if you, if you do actually have the ability to sing well, you did a really good job at pretending that you did not. (laughs) Um, so (laughs) Giles at one point tells Cordelia, like, Cordelia is talking to him and Giles wants her to go away so he tells her that there's something wrong with her hair and she yeah. runs off and he goes hmm Xander was right it worked like a charm <laughs> <laughs> so there are like there are little little gems within this mm. horrible horrible episode um uh Morgan's deteriorating then he gets killed and his brain is stolen mm. uh, the group finds Sid or the, the the group thought Sid was the demon Sid mm. is the puppet yeah um Turns out that he is a demon hunter who was cursed and trapped in the body of the dummy. Uh, he sucks. needs to kill the, the demon to break the curse. Mm. Sid mentions knowing a slayer in the 30s who was Korean. Mm-hmm. Um, this may come back later. I don't want to spoil anything. Yeah. Um, but Sid is like fun because he's like, he's from the 30s. He's like this old noir like. Yeah. You know, that's how he talks. He's sexist. <laughs> Oh. So sexist. Um, but, you know, he's got a heart of gold at the end of the day. Sure. It's a demon hunter. You know how it is. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, so Morgan had brain cancer and the demon has to, like, reject his brain. Yeah. Um, and he has to find another. The demon was hiding inside of the magician kid. Mm-hmm. Um, so the magician kid, like, asks... Just- 
<laughs> the magician kid asked Giles to help him mm -hmm. with his magic trick, which is like a guillotine thing. Mm -hmm. But instead of it being like, oh, the guillotine's going to come down and chop off your head, it's the guillotine's going to come down and like chop open your skull like mm -hmm. right here. Right. Um, Gotta imagine that's still going to damage the brain. It's not a quick and easy way to do this. Yeah. But um, so... The demon trapped, or like the demon hidden inside the body of the magical magician kid, mm. um, tries to basically kill Giles because he needs like a really, really smart brain. Yeah. Uh, Buffy. There's no smarter brain than Sunnydale. I mean, this is before he's had too much of traumatic brain injury. <laughs> but... Too many knockouts? Yeah. Um, so Buffy ends up working with Sid. They defeat the demon. Mm. Uh, Sid's curse is lifted and he dies. So it's kind of like. It's kind of like a weird scene. He like kills the demon. He's like. It's <laughs> like yeah. awesome. Dies. But he just goes that? like limp. Yeah. He's also like a puppet. the puppet. It's just. It's silly. And, it's so and silly. Buffy's there like cradling <laughs> Sid's body. And you have the. Because the demon ended up getting killed in the guillotine. Mm-hmm. And then you have Willow and I think Willow and Xander are standing there. And then Giles is standing there. He was just saved from the guillotine machine. Yeah. And the curtain comes up and it's just, Everyone's just there. Yeah. <laughs> and it's, it's Snyder going, I don't get it. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, you're better off, buddy. Um, oh, oh, man. But I, yeah. So this, this, this. And Buffy almost gets a uh, guillotine. Yeah. It's, uh, it's a good. It's part of the um, intro. It's in one of those scenes. I'm like, huh, I wonder where a guillotine's going to come into play in this. Very interesting. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, the only other good thing about this episode mm -hmm. is at the end, during the ending credits, there is a scene, and it's the dramatic reading um, that the Willow, Xander, and Buffy decided to do since they got roped into having to join the talent show. And... I think it's Oedipus. I'm, I'm fairly certain it's Oedipus. And it's the three of them <laughs> up there on stage in, like, Greek robes. And they're so stiff, and it's awful. Mm -hmm. And then, in, but it may be one of the funniest moments of season one, because right. Willow runs, like, Willow forgets her lines and runs off at one point. <laughs> and apparently, that wasn't scripted. Oh, no. Apparently, Alison Hannigan was just like, I think Willow would get stage fright, forget her lines, and run off. Yeah, I think that's a good call. She and she did would. it, and it's freaking hysterical. Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, I think for me this is another 3 out of 10 just because it's so silly and so ridiculous. Yeah. But introduces the concept of demon hunters, which comes up later. Yeah. So important. A lot of these episodes are just laying the groundwork. Yeah. They, season one had a very Monster of the Week structure. Oh, oh yeah. Because they were still trying to, I like... I bet was the X-Files on during this time? It might have been. I bet that's what they, like, helped pitch them the show. Maybe. Like, yeah, it's going to be Monster of the Week, like the X-Files. Yeah. But high school. And people are, like, tight, right? It gets better. <laughs> there, this is another one, honestly, that I think you can skip. Mm -hmm. um, I gave it two out of ten. Two sticks out of ten. Right. It just, it's... If I'm gonna go back and rewatch, it's not one of the episodes I like to revisit. Mm. Um, the only I I watched it to take these notes. Mm. I don't think I had watched it for a good like five years. Probably won't watch it again. No. Yeah. All right. Next episode. Next episode. Uh, Next meme. No. Sorry. No. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs>
Someone will have gotten the crossover of PewDiePie and Buffy fans. Give Brian some support in the comments. Whew, yeah, bombing up here. Gonna uh, run off like Willow. <laughs> no, dash but then you out just, of frame. Then you just leave me here alone, and we wouldn't have like the funny because it's it's Will it's um Buffy and Xander, and Willow mm. was standing in the middle. Willow runs off, and Buffy and Xander just kind of move in to like. <laughs> Oh my god. It's so funny. Oh my god. Um so season one, episode ten, nightmares. Yes. I don't like this episode, but for entirely like because this episode is so effective reasons. It's scary, yeah. I don't like it's, I don't okay. Especially like the scene of Xander when he goes into like the alternate like that's Oh my god. Scary. I I don't do well with scary. Mm-hmm. I will I will say that right now. Um I my cousin had me watch The Faculty when I was 10. <laughs> Scarred for life after. It's an awful, campy, stupid body snatcher movie. Mm-hmm. But at the age of 10, as someone who hadn't really had a lot of horror movies in mm-hmm. like her growing up, mm-hmm. uh, I did not like that movie and it scared <laughs> the crap out of me. So when it, like, when it comes to like scary things like this with like, clowns actual and stuff. scary yeah uh, um yeah joss does a really good job of like blending the scary with also funny mm-hmm. this is definitely a more scary horror driven episode right which i think definitely reads in definitely like um uh, definitely like feeds into why i dislike this episode okay i don't dislike it because it's bad mm-hmm. i dislike it because it's scary and usually the scary is at least undercut with funny and this mm. yeah so um this is another not dealing with vampires episode i do wonder if the like network was too afraid of buffy the vampire slayer being solely buffy fighting vampires mm-hmm. they had to have a ton of these episodes of buffy not dealing with vampires yeah so that's why like the witch teacher's pet um what else like this one the puppet show out of sight out of mind out of sight the next out of mind out of sight the pack like these are all not dealing with vampires Mm. episodes in a show called buffy the vampire slayer it's a good point it's a good point yeah um Uh, giles does say at the beginning that like all the things you thought were like not true demons zombies yep oh they're all real yeah well zombies don't show up but so I think this was their way of like yeah. showing to the network, like here. I know it's called Buffy the Vampire Slayer, but here mm. are all the other things that we can show her facing. And, and it's good because some of like the bigger villains in the show aren't vampires. Like true, you know, there's some really good arcs in later seasons that, yeah. Anyways, back to this episode that you <laughs> love so much. Uh, so uh, starting off, Buffy has a dream about facing the master and losing. Mm. Um, Buffy sees a strange boy at school. Then a student gets attacked by spiders. I oh, freaking hate this episode. <laughs> it's like all of my all of my fears. <laughs> Spiders and and clowns with mm. like knives and just no. Oh mm. my god. Um Xander not having clothes at school, that would be awful too. Oh. Uh Willow is also freaked out by the spiders. Mm. Um they basically everybody in the school starts living their nightmares. Mm. So uh Giles gets lost in the stacks of books. Xander, like all of his clothes disappear and he's just running around the school in his underwear. Right. Um, Buffy didn't know about a history test. Which is hilarious, like, her whole day-to-day life is, like, fighting demons and vampires, but her yeah. biggest fear is not knowing about a history class. 
history test, test. Um, Giles loses the ability to read. Mm-hmm. Um, what, so, what would be your fear if it oh, manifested it? God. Do you have any like recurring nightmares that the, the writers would turn into your fear for the show? My teeth falling out? Oh, that would be a bad one. Yeah. I have this like recurring one about like, like I can't talk because I have all this gum in my mouth and I keep like pulling out pieces of gum out of oh, my mouth no, yeah. and it just keeps like growing. That's a bad one too. Yeah. Jesus. The only one I have being done with school, I don't know why I still have this, but I've had it like since like high school is fi- like it's the end of the semester or year and mm-hmm. then I find out that I had a class the whole time and I never knew and never went to it. Oh, Okay. <laughs> Like, and I'm like, oh my God, I'm going to fail this class. Like, Oh, okay. So your fear is basically what Willow has, which is right. where um, she's been taking like this drama class mm-hmm. and she hasn't gone the entire semester and it's like opera performance day. Yeah. And so she's pushed out onto the stage in like a kimono for whatever reason. I know, that is weird. Like kimono. That's, yeah. That's opera. Um, and she is like supposed to sing. Mm-hmm. Um, but she doesn't know any of the words. And it's all in Italian. <laughs> so. Yeah. No, yeah. My dream is I was like, I'm like, oh, God, I had to do that. How am I ever going to pass this class? I need to go, like, talk. And then sometimes I can't find the classroom because I've never oh. been there. And I was like, oh, God, I'm going to fail. And then I wake up, I'm like, I'm not in school anymore. Why do I keep having this? Or there's, like, uh, your alarm didn't go off and you're supposed to be at work. Oh, that's happened in real life. <laughs> It's not a good feeling. The first day I ever went to McDonald's, I my alarm did not go off, and I was like two hours late. On your first day. On my first day. How long did you work at McDonald's? Uh, like (laughs) (laughs) like seven or eight months. Oh god. It was like at the end of college. I just came. I was like, "Hey, I'm really sorry." Our manager was so mad, and I was like, "I I get it. I would be mad at me too. (laughs) I understand." And they're like. Lucky for you, this is McDonald's, and <laughs> we will literally let anyone work here, no matter what. So, it's like, thank God. Yeah. So, one of the, the biggest fears that, honestly, for me, like, yeah. in this episode, one of the biggest fears that has the longest lasting effects on me mm. is uh, Buffy. Buffy's dad comes to the school, and he tells her that he doesn't want to spend time with her anymore, oh, and that he, and he blames her as the reason that his, the parents got divorced. Mm. It is such like a gut-wrenching scene for me to watch mm. and i literally hate her dad as a character right for the entire That's understandable honestly the entire rest of the series and this is something that like these fears that they're having mm. they're like it's real but it's not real right so like that's something i have a question about so did her dad say that like did this magical thing make or did she just see it like does her dad know that he did this i think she just sees it i okay. don't think he didn't the, really i do don't this, think the but... dad was actually really there gotcha um because like he comes at the end of the episode and picks her up from school and right. they go off and they're they're gonna have like time together or whatever because mm-hmm. he still lives in la i think yeah. that's the thing so that yeah. that's why she lives with her, with her mom in mm-hmm. sunnydale um and he's like in and out mm-hmm. but like this scene makes me hate him as a character for the no, entire No, I understand. Rest of the show. It's brutal. <laughs> it is. It's so fucked it up. It is. Um 
So basically, the group works together. They find mm. out that um, everyone's nightmares are coming true. Mm. Um, there's a misdirection with Xander saying that he would be afraid if Nazis were chasing him earlier in the episode. And yeah. then he walks into a dark hallway and there are swastikas painted on the walls. But then it, he ends up being chased by a murderous clown. Mm-hmm. Um, I said call back to him being afraid of the mime in the last episode. Uh, I guess he had like a traumatic event with a, a birthday clown when he was a kid and something about balloon right. animals. Um, so the master gets freed because Buffy fears it. Um, but he doesn't really. But, but he, he doesn't. Really. He doesn't really. But yeah. Yeah. Um, let's see. Xander actually faces his pe- fear and punches out the clown. He's the only one of them to really face their fear. Mm. Um, and punches out the clown. And yells at him about how like he was a stupid birthday clown and. Anybody can make a giraffe or something. Right. Um, and then Giles has a nightmare that he fails in his duty to protect Buffy and he and like she dies. Yeah, that was and sad too. Gets turned into a vampire. Like that was crazy. Yeah. Um I, I do have a question in here. If a slayer was turned into a vampire, would they be extra strong? Like would they I think about that a lot too. Like <laughs> would I, I say yeah. Cause cause that other vampire in the set first and second episode is just like big. And jacked, yeah. and that makes him inherently stronger. So if she already has superpowers, she'd be like even more. Yeah. You know? But then it's like, I don't know. Vampires just want to kill the Slayer. They don't care to, you know, turn her because we haven't seen it. Well, maybe one day, but not in the show. Not in the show. <laughs> not in the show. There's no. There's no Slayers in the show that get turned into vampires. I. Spoiler I alert. Just, I want to say yes. I want to say yes that she would retain her powers. But bigger question, if she gets turned into a vampire, is she dead? What? You know, like, when the Slayer dies, a new Slayer is chosen. If a Slayer becomes a vampire, is she dead or is she? does a new Slayer get chosen? I want to argue that with you, however... It's spoilery, so okay. we'll come back to that. All right. Well, see us in a few seasons. <laughs> so you pick this up. Oh, my God. If we remember. Right. right. Oh, God. Um, anyway, so they meet up with the little kid again. Turns out the kid is being, like, tormented by this monster thing mm. that keeps calling him lucky number seven. Yeah. The, the gang ends up back at the hospital. They find the little kid. Mm. Um, he's in a coma because he was badly beaten after a Little League game. Yes, yeah, Coach comes in and's like, oh, I come here checking every day to see if he's woken up. He's my lucky number seven. They figure out that the Little League coach beat the kid because they lost a game and the Little League coach blamed this one kid yeah. for them losing the Little it's, League game. It's a game. lot. It's a fucking lot, yeah. Um, so I think the Little League coach gets arrested. I, yeah, I would say. The, the kid kind of outs him and is like, there's there's seven other players on the team, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And then he just kind of leaves mad. Like, I hope he got arrested yeah. um, for beating this little kid. Mm-hmm. But, um, so... The manifestation, like, monster is pretty, pretty creepy. Oh, my God, he's scary. And you um, like, Buffy cannot, like, beat him up. So they end up, like, beating him and everything mm-hmm. goes back to normal. And that's when you find out that the, it was the Little League coach mm-hmm. and blah, blah, blah. Um, as far as a watch or pass on this one, I say pass. I like this one. I don't like this, this episode. A five out of ten for me. I gave it a four. That's not bad. 
It's below average, yes, but... A 40% is still a fail. Well, it's not as much as a fail. It helps your overall grade later if you get a 40 instead of a zero. You gotta take your points or you can get them, Jill. Anyways, what's next? <laughs> just just watch the Passion of the Nerd episode on this one. Just, just... On this next one? No, on this... Oh, okay. this... I, I kind of like this one. It's, you like this one? Yeah. All right. Uh, it's season, so sad. Season one, episode seven, out of sight, out of mind. Or uh, no, uh, sorry, sorry. Out of mind, out of sight. I had it backwards. Mm. It's it's a play on the out of sight, out of mind mm. saying. Right. Which is basically if, if you don't see something, you kind of forget it. Mm. This is the if you don't think about something, they turn invisible and start trying to kill people at the school, apparently. Yeah, they do. <laughs> Um, I, I would be also pretty mad if I turned invisible because of people not caring, you know? Yeah. That sucks. Yeah. Um, so this is yet another not dealing with vampires episode. Mm-hmm. Um, you had to save it all for all the vampire makeup budget for the last episode. Uh, right. This one in this uh, in this episode, the writers were really forcing how like self-involved Cordelia is. Yeah. It was annoying. Um, let's see. Buffy says how she used to be like Cordelia at her old school. Mm-hmm. Um, she was like not really nice. She was one of the popular girls mm-hmm. and, you know, yeah. Um, let's see. Students are being attacked by someone invisible. Um, oh, <laughs> I will say this episode, Giles meets Angel for the first time officially. Oh, interesting. Uh, Angel says it hurts too much um, to see Buffy. Giles says a vampire in love with a slayer. How poetic. Right. Um, let's see. They're weird, like, men in black looking guys at the school. They're, like, in suits and just yeah. walking around campus. It's, it's a little weird. Um, so it turns out this girl, Marcy, mm-hmm. uh, turned invisible because nobody at school, like, cared about her. Um, and it's funny because Willow and Xander both had classes with her, both signed her yearbook. Like, Buffy tracks down where Marcy has been living in, like, mm-hmm. the vents of the high school. And she's got, like, a clarinet because she used to play in the band. And um, she pulls out the yearbook. And um, and Buffy's like, did either of you know this girl? And Xander's like, nope. And Willow's like, nope. And Buffy's like, because she both signed her yearbook, and they, um, Xander wrote, "Have a great or have a have a good summer," and Willow wrote, "Have a great summer." <laughs> um, let's see. Uh, Cordelia asks Buffy for help, and they're gonna try to use Cordelia as bait, basically because they know that uh, Marcy is after Cordelia. Cordelia because- we know you're a huge bitch, this girl. We don't. <laughs> Like, we never have any evidence about it. We just know you worse. I think there were, like, flashback yeah, things yeah, in the show. Um, whereas, like, yeah, probably I don't remember her, but it sounds like me. <laughs> so they're going to try to use Cordelia as bait to mm-hmm. lure out uh, Marcy. The school dance is going to be at the Bronze, which is an all-ages an all <laughs> all club that <laughs> serves alcohol is hosting, like, their homecoming dance. Hell yeah. <laughs> For whatever reason. Um, Can't have it in the gym if we burn it down. <laughs> can't risk it um buffy having cordelia have this like nice conversation mm. about how cordelia feels alone a lot of the time even yeah. though she's popular and constantly surrounded by people she says why do you think i work so hard to be popular mm. well it beats being alone all by yourself <laughs> this is usually how it goes she's like i'd rather feel alone in a group than mm. feel alone and actually be alone fair enough uh i said writers trying to show a deeper side of cordelia 
<laughs> it was like the first time we get to see like Cordelia in a good light. Yeah, it's still not a great light because you still see how like she she's was not more nice. sympathetic. Yeah, it's yeah. definitely the writers trying to get you to maybe not despise Cordelia. Right, right. Um, let's see. <laughs> Mar- Marcy drugs and kidnaps Buffy and Cordelia, and then she locks Xander, Willow, and Giles in the basement with the gas turned on, trying to kill them. Like, she goes full crazy pants. Yeah. She's out for blood. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then Angel ends up saving Willow, Giles, and Xander, because um, he is a vampire and not affected by the fact that they can't breathe because of the yeah, gas. So he ends fine. up, like, saving them. Which I like a lot, because it's like, yeah, he's dead. Yeah. He doesn't need to breathe. No. So I hate sometimes in vampires stuff where people like vampires like out of breath. Oh yeah. Like, why? Because You're the actor dead. is. <laughs> yeah. It's, why? It's like you, you needed to breathe to run? Yeah. Uh, anyways. Um, let's see. Um, Marcy says that she's going to give Cordelia a face no one will ever forget. She wants to like full on like joker her. Yeah. Essentially. Um the loneliness the loneliness has caused Marcy to go insane. Um, Buffy beats Marcy using her spider sense. She, like, has Cordelia shut up and then, like, just kind of stands there. And you see, like, this, like, oh, what is it? Like, all of the particles in the air. Yeah. And it's, like, sensing where she is. And then she, like, karate kicks. And just mm-hmm. you see, like, a thing hit the the um curtain and the yeah. bronze. Um, another theater-type situation. Right. Even though they're at the bronze and not right. in the theater at the high school. Well, it's funny because I forgot that they were in the bronze in my mind as in the theater. Yeah. So. It could have been in the theater. Yeah. I mean, it's supposed to be the bronze, but like the stage right. curtain is closed. So it yep. very easily could have actually been shot in the theater set. Um, let's see. Buffy beats Marcy using her spider sense. The FBI, like men in black type guys who mm. you've been kind of seeing throughout the episode, um, take Marcy away for rehabilitation. Mm. Um, Buffy says this has happened in before at other schools and the agents say they are not at liberty to say. Yeah. Um, oh, I said, I thought part of, um, Marcy becoming invisible was because of the Hellmouth energy. That's what I thought. Which is like, so how is this happening at other schools? If it's like, this is supposed to be specifically for here. Little plot hole. I'm sorry. Um, uh, Cordelia thanks the gang for helping her, um, then goes back to bad mouthing them around other people. So yeah, um, she changed, but not really. Or yeah. uh, she changed, but not publicly. Publicly, yeah. yeah. Um, not great. And then the episode ends with Marcy getting put into a school with other invisible kids, where they are going to turn them into assassins. So so sense. much for rehabilitation. Uh, this never comes up again. <laughs> no, unfortunately, one of those things that they just. But also kind of like builds out the world overall. Like, the government knows. Yeah. And it kind of sets up other stuff where the government maybe steps in in a later seasons, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. But there. still. Because you, like, think about it, you're like, what, what are the people in charge doing about this? Yeah. It's like, okay, they're, they're involved. You also got to wonder, though, if she's at a school, like, could this be reversed if she becomes friends with other kids who are invisible at the mm. school? Like, could they all yeah. become visible again? I don't know. I don't know. Um, but, yeah, well... As far as watch or pass, I give this a pass. I don't know. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah. Three, four, one. It's, it's fine. It's sad. It's like, also, yeah. It makes Cordelia more redeemable. So I guess that's important for the overall show. Yeah. 
Just no, uh, if, you, if you ever notice that your friends are turning invisible, mm -hmm. um, tell them you care. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, we're, so, we're almost there. Yeah. So I, I, I gave this one three stakes. Ah, yeah. Yeah. Like I said, three, four, anywhere in that area, depending on how I'm feeling on a given day. Mm -hmm. All right. So this one, important. Yes. This is the finale. We, I think good. Oh, like, amazing. Amazing. Yeah. Um, this is my absolutely you have to watch this episode episodes. Mm. Um, it's written and directed. Written and directed by Joss Whedon, which mm. is very uh, recognizable in mm. just how amazing this episode is. Uh, it is the season one finale, so episode 12, since they were running a half season. Mm. Um, so you want to just jump into it? Yeah, let's, let's do it. All right, so um, Angel was able to get Giles, um, like, this super rare book that had been lost. That's why he was coming back to talk mm. to Giles in the last episode when he mm. saved um, Giles, Willow, and Xander from the, the gas room. Right. Um, Xander is rehearsing about asking out Buffy to, I think they're, they're having another school dance. Like, this is two episodes in a row of school dances. Maybe, like, the last one got postponed because Cordelia got it's attacked. possible, yeah. But they're, like, having another school dance. Mm. Um, and so Xander is rehearsing asking out Buffy to the dance mm. on Willow. Mm. Poor Willow. Because she's, yeah. like, she's, like, feeling like he's asking her, but he's not. He's just practicing. And it's so, yeah. it's so, like, heartbreaking. Um, you hate to see it. So Giles is translating the book where it says, the master shall rise and the slayer shall, like, die. Mm. And he says, the master shall rise and the slayer, my God. <laughs> and then there's an earthquake. Yeah. Um, so um, Giles is very, like, shaken by this when he mm. figures out that Buffy has to die. Yeah, literally um, and figuratively. Yeah. Because the earthquake. Yeah. Uh, so he becomes, like, very distracted. Mm -hmm. um, Xander asks Buffy to go to the dance with him on a date. Buffy says she doesn't want to ruin their friendship. Mm -hmm. Xander gets really kind of mean. Yeah. Um, Does and he, not handle rejection well at all. No. And it's like, okay, real talk for a second. If you like a girl, ask her out. Absolutely. But don't, like turn into an asshole when she says no mm -hmm. also i have some advice as a guy you you kind of know if a girl's gonna say yes or no <laughs> so <laughs> there's no reason to be a dick if you went for it and she said no you you probably knew she was gonna say no beforehand yeah in my experience you have a general understanding of people and whether or not they're interested in you and buffy is very much not interested in Xander, and it's very clear. In a relationship way, though. Like, right. she still yeah, wants to be friends, friends with him. They're yeah. really good friends. Right. But that's, like, a different thing. Like, it's... I don't know. And there I'll has be like... there has been build-up to this. Mm -hmm. Because, like, in... Um, I know we didn't mention it, but in, like, um, the, the witch, mm -hmm. he, like, buys her a, a, a bracelet, and mm -hmm. it says, like, like my always or something it says like yeah. something super romantic and he was like oh you know i didn't do that like they all said that blah blah, mm. blah. but like he there's definitely been laying the groundwork for xander to have an attraction to buffy right. there's also been a lot of laying the groundwork for buffy only seeing xander as a friend is been very clear yes buffy did not lead xander straight at all no not at all um so yeah just mm. handle rejection with some grace if you can 
Yeah, don't be a dickass. And like I said, you, you probably know what's going to happen before you <laughs> before you go into stuff like that. You know. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> anyway, off my soapbox. So getting away from that just a little bit, yeah. um, Giles calls Angel, lets him know mm-hmm. kind of what is going on. Mm-hmm. Um, about what the book says because he's been translating it. Mm-hmm. Angel, I don't know if he was able to actually read it. Miss mm-hmm. um, Calendar shows up. She says all the evidence like online in her techno Wiccan mm-hmm. like chatty rooms. <laughs> techno Wiccan chatty rooms. That's what he. Ca- yeah. That's what one of them calls them at one point. I think. Um, I think Giles calls them the chatty rooms. <laughs> oh, Giles so much. He's so like anti technology, uh, but he knows how to use a telephone. Right. Um, so. Um, Miss Calendar says, like, all the evidence is pointing that there's going to be an apocalypse. Mm-hmm. Um, a monk has been emailing Miss Calendar about the anointed one. <laughs> I have in my notes, monks have email? Yeah. <laughs> Apparently. <This one> <laughs> um, let's see. Cordelia asks Willow to help set up the AV room, um, stuff at the bronze for the dance. Uh, I said, didn't they just have a dance in the last episode? I guess Willow is... In every kind yeah, of <laughs> every kind of nerd club, she's a computer nerd. Uh, she's mm. in the AV club. She's mm. in the science club. Mm. Like she's in she's in all the extracurricular. It's insane because I'll say I'm a video nerd. I don't know shit about science. It doesn't. <laughs> I spend enough of my time learning about this stuff. When would I have time? Let's be honest. If like there was a crossover mm-hmm. between Buffy and Harry Potter. Mm-hmm. Willow would be best friends with Hermione. Yes, they would get along. Yeah, you're for even future stuff. Yeah, they'd be very. Willow is the Hermione of the group. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, so let's. So Willow's just kind of in every. She's in every kind of nerd. Um, let's see. Xander asks Willow to be his date to the dance. Um, as total rebound, but he's like, Mm -hmm. "Let's go as friends. We'll have fun." Blah blah blah. Um, yeah, which is fair. Yeah, go as friends, have fun. Cool. Not nice, because he knows, presumably, Willow's, like, more interested. But if he doesn't, I guess... I don't know. But Willow says no. Yeah. <laughs> she said she doesn't want to be the fallback for Xander and watch him at the de- at, at the dance wishing he was there with Buffy. Yeah, that's Which fair. I, I gotta applaud her for this, because she has a crush on Xander that has been very well established. Mm-hmm. But she has the self-respect in herself, which mm. I don't know if she would have at, like, the beginning of the right. season. Yeah. But, like, through, like, kind of working with Buffy and Buffy kind of building up her confidence a little mm. bit, she has the confidence to say, no, mm. I'm not going to be your fallback and watch you being there wishing you were with somebody else. Yeah. So that goes out to everyone out there. Don't be someone's fallback. Yeah. It's not going to work out. Um, let's see. I, I, I literally have all of that in my notes, and I haven't even read it yet. <laughs> Good job, past me. Um, so let's see. Um, oh, so they start seeing signs of the apocalypse at Sunnydale High. So, like, the water in the school turns to blood, which, like, they show it in a sink. But I'm thinking, like, there are showers in the locker room, yeah, and there's, um, like, toilets. Mm-hmm. Like, that would be really freaking nasty i would not be going to school no. um buffy goes no, to mom can you pick me up there's blood in the faucet so not trying to do that on this thursday it's like mom something's going down here and i do not feel safe 
just a PSA to all you kids out there who may be in high school. Yeah, mm. uh, if the water ever starts turning to blood, get the mm. hell out. Yeah, <laughs> or stick close to that blonde chick that like <laughs> seems really sporty and like strong because. <laughs> She probably would have accidentally thrown someone across the room at least once at this point. <laughs> you would know to stick near her. Oh, my God. Um, no, because she would be running toward the danger. You don't want to stick with the person running toward the danger. That's fair. That's Just fair. go home. <laughs> Just go home. Oh, man. Um, so, yeah. So, Buffy goes to tell Giles about the, the blood mm-hmm. and uh, finds him talking to Angel. First time she has seen Angel since the Angel episode. Right. Um. So she overhears them talking about the prophecy. Mm-hmm. Uh, Giles says, tomorrow night, Buffy will face the master and she will die. Buffy's reaction is to laugh and then freak the hell out. Which, like, I'm sorry. She is 16 years old and just found out that she's going to die tomorrow night. Yeah. And that this really scary dude is going to kill her. Mm-hmm. And, like, okay. After just having, like, a thing where it's, like, her greatest fear is that he yeah. gets out. Yeah. It's bad. Um, so I haven't written here in my notes. The scene with Buffy, Angel, and Giles is mm. hands down the best scene in the entire first season. Oh. Watching Buffy start to go through the stages of grief, mm. being shock, denial, ang- uh, anger, bargaining, um, as she first laughs, then thinks it's not real, then she gets angry, mm. then she says she's quitting. Mm. She's like, I quit being the Slayer. I'm, I didn't sign up for this. Yeah, that's not fair. No. Um... And just the look on her face when she says, do you think it will hurt? Mm. Like, oh, my God. Yeah. Like, you have to realize that this girl is 16 years old. Mm. She doesn't even have her driver's license. And she is faced with the reality Mm. that she's going to die the next day Mm. at the hands of someone she is terrified of. Like, oh, my God. She still goes and tries to fight him. Yeah. So credit to that because i would be not in the state anymore oh my god i'm not gonna die fuck this <laughs> uh she says giles i'm 16 years old i don't want to die i'm yeah. like girl oh my god um passion so of the Ver- spongebob and he was like all right i'm about to head out <laughs> that's how i would be <laughs> um so passion of the nerd mm-hmm I, I don't know if this is my first geek out in this episode i don't remember but i love him we definitely um, mentioned it at the top about the uh, computer demon. Oh, yeah, true. Yeah. Um, so he said, uh, this scene signifies an important shift in the series mm. from being a clever show about monsters in high school to being a show about characters with hearts and souls mm. and the consequences of these horrible situations they have in their lives. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah. It's, it's just, it's... Okay, it's like you're faced with a reality in, like, the first episode, really, the, mm. the pilot episode, that major characters in this universe can die mm. but you're not expecting it to be buffy no you're not expecting it to be like buffy the vampire slayer i know so you would think she's safe and like she acts like an adult she acts mm. i mean not entirely mature mm. but like she's got a lot going on and she's doing her best to juggle it and she has those powers yeah so like if you're a little immature like and cocky that makes sense yeah you're super strong and like fast reflexes so but then coming to the realization that, like, deep down, mm. like, this is all stuff that happens on the surface, but, like, mm. deep down, she is 16 years old. Right. So, and, yeah. Uh, can't can't escape prophecy. Mm-hmm. Um, she tries to, though. She mm. tries to talk her mom into taking her on a road trip for the yeah. weekend. And um, Joyce is like, is it because you you didn't or you don't want to go to the dance? Did somebody not ask you that you wanted to oh, ask yeah. you? And Buffy literally, like, can't explain to her mom what's yeah. going on. And then Joyce is like, 
um, oh, I have a surprise for you. Opens up the closet. Opens up Buffy's closet, which like leads me to wonder like how Thank long. Thank God Angel was in there, you know. Yeah, but how long has the dress been hanging in Buffy's closet? And Buffy <laughs> just didn't notice. But um, Joyce bought her like the dress that she had been eyeing at the mall mm-hmm. that she really wanted to wear to the dance, mm-hmm. and it's like this pure white, very very pretty dress. Mm-hmm. Um, so Joyce convinces her that she should go to the dance. Um, so. Going away from that, Cordelia's boyfriend and his friends, who I guess were in the AV club. I don't know how Cordelia was dating an AV, an AV nerd, but um, Oof. so they were supposed to be setting up all the AV stuff at the Bronze. I don't mm. know why Willow wasn't with them, mm. but um, they got attacked by vampires and were murdered. Um, and Willow is just absolutely devastated. She feels like her world has been stolen. Mm. Allison Hannigan's performance as she's like basically in the fetal position on her bed. Yeah. And being like, it's not our world anymore. Mm. Like it's their world. And I used to hang out in that room every single day and mm. it was like my safe space. And now mm. it's not like, I absolutely feel her pain. I absolutely understand where she's coming from. My only problem with this is that these were like, Cordelia's boyfriend and her and like his friends Mm. and they were supposed to be setting up like the AV stuff and you know I don't know exactly how well she knew them however her reaction to them being killed is like 50,000 times more than Jesse getting killed in the pilot episode again Jesse best friend ever Mm. never mentioned again they never mourn his death they're like back and smiling and having a good time at the school Mm. at the end of the pilot episode like that's my only kind of gripe with this is mm-hmm. that like, girl, your reaction was so much bigger when it was like these guys that like you barely even mm-hmm. seem to have known. Yeah, um, and it's like you could, and maybe it's part of the like, oh, back then television was like, we want someone to be able to flip to this channel and just start in on the, any episode. You yeah. Know? Um, but like if they do reboot Buffy, they can definitely like have it be more of a build of like, Oh my God! There, all this crappy stuff is happening to them, and then this is like a push over the edge moment. You yeah, know, and never forget that Jesse was their friend and yeah. mentioned him more. But uh, we'll see. Maybe we'll see. Um, I I have heard that the reboot is not gonna be like they're not like rebooting Buffy. They're not doing like the same show. Yeah, yeah, that makes um, sense. Which is good because if they they are not allowed to touch Buffy. Especially not if Joss is involved. If if Joss is not involved, mm-hmm. like I don't want them going within like a hundred miles of it. Just don't right. touch my childhood. I I, I know what you mean. Yeah. <laughs> um, but anyway, so um, Giles brings Miss Calendar into kind of like the inner circle of knowing things. Miss um, mm. Calendar asks how Buffy's going to face the master. Giles says. She's not going to face the master. I am. Mm-hmm. Which, Giles, appreciate you trying to protect Buffy. However, stupid idea. Um, it's okay. Knocked out. Yeah. You get knocked out just from the most basic of demon. <laughs> right. So it gives you a strong look. Yeah. <laughs> You're unconscious. <laughs> he just, what does he say at one point? Like, I'm just a librarian who has a tendency to get knocked on the head. <laughs> <laughs> um, so... Giles and Buffy have a great, like, bickering moment about mm. who's going to go face the master. Giles says, I'm older and wiser than you, and just do what you're told for once. <laughs> so, Buffy knocks him out. It's reasonable. 
<laughs> I think that's knockout. I do. I do three. enjoy that like moment of Giles just being like, "No, just listen <laughs> to me for once." God. He gets. I don't know if it's if it's very British or very un-British because he's right. not doing the stiff upper lip. He's doing the do what you're told. Yeah. But yeah. Um. So Buffy accepts that she might die. Um, she's hoping that maybe she'll just take the master with her. Mm-hmm. She's like, if I have to die, maybe I can take him with me. See, if she has to die. Yeah. Because um, she's realized that, like, nobody in the town is safe. Yeah. With, I mean, I don't know what her plan was for keeping everybody in the town safe after she mm-hmm. died. If, like, the master was only one piece of it. It's not like all the other vampires are going to, like, go away. It's yeah. not like, it's not like in, uh. It's not like in Vampire Diaries where, like, if you kill one of the original family, like, every all the other vampires that were sired from them also die. Oh, yeah, right. So, so next, uh, Xander is upset that Buffy left, uh, thinks she's going to die, so he goes to Angel to help. Willow is upset that Miss Calendar got added to the club. Not sure why. <laughs> <laughs> Moving I, in on Giles is not cool. I thought they had a good relationship with the whole, like, Computer technology stuff, yeah. thing. Miss um, Calendar is way more focused on the fact that the Hellmouth could open and a bunch of demons could get let loose, mm-hmm. not as con- not as concerned with Buffy. Right. Um, shows the difference between her so and... I don't even know Buffy. <laughs> Did the enemy even she, talk? Yeah, I mean, she knows that Buffy helped with the catfish monster, but... Um, mm. <laughs> right. Um... It, it really shows the different, like, so, um, Miss Calendar, oh gosh, um, Miss Calendar's way more focused on the fact that the Hellmouth could open, not as concerned about Buffy, mm-hmm. really shows the difference between, um, like, her and the group, because the group who loves Buffy are more concerned about her, and right. Miss Calendar's kind of on the outside going, okay, but, like, bigger picture here, the world. guys. Also. Hellmouth could open. Yeah. Um, not good. Um, so let's see. Xander and Angel both acknowledge that they are in love with Buffy. Mm-hmm. Uh, Xander calls on Angel's love for Buffy or goats him into proving that he does love Buffy mm-hmm. by helping to find the master. Miss um, Calendar wants to know where the Hellmouth would open. They initially think it's at the bronze, but then they quickly figure out it's at the high school. Mm-hmm. Um, the master reveals... Oh, okay. So this is the point where the anointed one comes in. Um the anointed one, the entire purpose of him is to lead Buffy to the master. So it's just this little kid who's out in like this like park and he's just like, help me. And Buffy's like, dude, I know who you are. Yeah, it's so funny. <laughs> She's just like, yeah, just fucking lead me. Yeah. And so like actually, the kid actually like takes her hand and just yeah. leads her off and okay. they go find the there master. Uh, the master reveals to Buffy that the prophecy was written in a tricky way. Mm. Buffy knew that the master would be set free if she was trying to stop him, but really he needed the power that comes from her blood to give him the strength to be set free. Mm. So if she hadn't have gone to face him, he wouldn't have been able to get out, mm. which is That's really annoying. Yeah. Should um, really explain everything in the prophecy. It's yeah. not fair. To, well, to I mean, it's not, the, it's not the only prophecy that we see in this series that's like written in a tricky way. Uh, so. Yeah, it's one real important prophecy yeah. also in the series. Um, so let's see. The master bites Buffy, mm. then leaves her in a puddle to drown. He doesn't actually, like, kill her all the way. She drowns. Mm. Um, Xander and Angel find Buffy dead in the puddle. She's not breathing. Xander, like, says to Angel, like, we have to save her. Mm. And Angel's like, I have no breath. Yeah. Which... <laughs> hey, it's good. This is good. Like, it helped in the yeah. other episode, but now he's 
useless in I do, this situation. I do wonder if it would be possible, like, like if he could expand his lungs and breathe into Buffy, which would actually give her more oxygen if his mm. body isn't processing the oxygen. Because, like, you breathe in oxygen and then you breathe out, like, carbon, carbon dioxide. dioxide yeah. So it would have potentially given her more oxygen if he had given her mouth to mouth. However, I don't know if he's so strong that he could have, like, popped her lungs. I don't Maybe know. Maybe his lungs are just all shriveled up because he hasn't used I don't... them in 240 years. But if he... Okay, here's my thing with that. If he doesn't breathe, how mm. does he talk? Because That's doesn't a, it's the, not, it's doesn't not a the perfect, air... It's not a perfect thing. The air has to go over your vocal cords to mm. be able to talk, and we know he can talk, so yeah. clearly there's some sort of movement of air. I don't know. It just It's, it's a thing that annoys me. Um, yeah, we can also like go underwater for as long as he wants, which is cool. Yeah. Um, so let's see. So all of these vampires start trying to converge at the library. Mm. Um, so the gang is trying to, like, get out of there. Cause yeah, it's, everyone's it's, here. It's Willow, Cordelia, and Giles. And mm. they think that they need to go to the bronze, but then it's like all the vampires are converging at the mm. high school. So they're like, oh, crap, it's going down here instead. Yeah. Um, Cordelia ends up saving Willow and Miss Calendar from mm. the horde of vampires being drawn to the school. Um, she drives her car through the school, which I think is like so cool, but also right. really dumb. I don't I don't know. Um, let's see. Giles, Willow, Cordelia, and Miss Calendar barricade themselves in the library. Mm. Giles uses a printer on a wheelie cart to block the door. Do what you gotta do. Uh, not Maybe sure. you can lock it in place. I'm not sure how effective that's supposed to be, considering that the library doors are swinging doors, and they swing both ways. Oh, my God. I was thinking the same thing now that you bring this up when I watched it way back when we were originally going to do this. I'm like, how does this work? They, I, I have The this, vampires are just dumb. I have this thing. It's called the Buffy School of Barricading Doors. Mm-hmm. They can never barricade a door effectively. Right. Uh, especially the library doors because they both swing in and swing out. They're mm-hmm. kind of like, um, like think of like a restaurant. Mm-hmm. And so they can barricade one side, but somebody from the other side can just open it and... Come over their barricade? The barricade yeah. isn't meant to stop the doors from opening. Mm-hmm. It's meant to, like, slow them down coming in the door, I guess. Mm-hmm. Or they just never think it through. I don't know. Um, really, they should just get, like, a pole that can go across the, like, handles yeah, so to prevent the doors from swinging yeah. either way. But, mm. um, yeah, whoever's going to reboot Buffy, please bring us on as, like, consultants <laughs> for the proper way to barricade a door. Cause, listen, uh, <laughs> this is important. <laughs> Please have your characters know how to barricade a door. I mean, I, I understand that their inability to properly barricade a door is, is used as like a comedy factor, but it's right. it's it's a little bit frustrating for me every time they do it. Um, let's see. So Buffy is woken up by Xander, who gives her mouth to mouth resuscitation, mm-hmm. um, and she's like this new. She has like this new and powerful drive to take on and kill the master. Mm-hmm. She says so, she says she feels strong and different. Mm-hmm. And then this is the one and only time that the theme song plays, other than in the opening credits. It's cool though. It's like and a she has like this moment. Oh yeah, she has this like power walk to go take on the master, mm-hmm. and she's got um, Xander and Angel like flanking her. It's yeah, a total it's like cool. superhero moment. Yeah. Um, the demons start crawling up through uh, the floor of the library, mm-hmm. as well as the vampires trying to break into the library. Uh, there's a crazy three-headed demon that comes out of the floor. Mm. It, it kind of looks like a Little Shop of Horrors. 
Um, <laughs> turns out the Hellmouth is directly under the library. Should have known. Oh, great place. I'm surprised <laughs> that, like, Giles didn't know. Just because he works there. Um, let's see. Buffy has this great line about, I may be dead, but I'm still pretty, which is more than I can say for you. Oof. And she says to him, you have fruit punch mouth. This is her talking to the master. Yeah. When she finds him... Um, she finds him on the roof of the library and there's like a skylight which mm. never comes up again but there's a skylight over the library mm. um and he says you were destined to die it was written and she says what can i say i flunked the written <laughs> <And> <laughs> so good this is why i love buffy she's so funny um <laughs> let's see they have the master who appreciates a good joke like you got something in your eye. He's like, damn, that was good. <laughs> Just under his breath. Uh, see, if they do reboot in this moment like that, it should have that. <laughs> I, ha- I have a note in here that says holding up a cross seems like, seems to work more like a force field in, mm. in season one for some reason. Um, but Buffy throws the master through the skylight into the library and he lands on a broken piece of railing and mm. gets staked and dies. It's pretty dope. And he doesn't completely dust, right? Like, he's bones. Yeah, yeah, he's so old that his bones, like, don't turn to dust. It's pretty creepy. For some reason. Honestly. <laughs> um, <laughs> I do have, have to, like, bury him. Yeah, yeah. I do have a note in here. Okay, first, when did the library get a skylight? <laughs> I think there was only ever used or seen in this scene. Mm-hmm. Uh, haven't noticed natural light from above in any library scene ever. No, uh, I, I, I do think it was, like, a... Okay, hear me out. This would be cool. Yeah. And they were like, fuck it. Yeah, that would be cool. We're going to do that. Um, So, yeah, so they defeat the master and everyone's like, okay, what do we do now? Mm. And Buffy's like, we save the world. I say we party. And I feel that. Yeah. You got to blow off some steam after dying and coming back to life. Yeah. Um, So it's never explained why Cordelia was at the school and not at the dance to begin with. But, um, it's part of the gang now, yeah. yeah. All right, one of the Scooby, the Scoobies, that how it said, not yet, not yet. What, not yet, not yet. Okay, my bad. For, I didn't say that, I didn't say Scoobies. Can we just I, say, I said something, <laughs> <laughs> not the beep, <laughs> little like surprise, like angel face over her mouth or something, like a, like a bleep with like a spoilers, yeah. Uh, Brian's real bad we keep making that a tracker the amount of times Brian accidentally spoils oh shit oh my god that'd be great because <laughs> I don't think before I say stuff <laughs> it's like yeah this is good oh um, but I will say Passion of the Nerd did have a nice little note on this episode or like the ending mm-hmm. uh, he said this episode was the first time that the show seems to be aware that the human drama mm-hmm. um, about or like around these fantastic events mm-hmm. is what's interesting not the events themselves yeah right. yeah I agree um, he said this low budget television show can't really offer a spectacle necessary to make like giant killer bugs and mm. dummies um, interesting by themselves. But you have these fantastic episodes or these fantastic characters mm-hmm. um, that people can identify with. Mm-hmm. And that's what's like more interesting. Yeah, I, I completely agree. I I think it's I always like when characters are like, OK. We're going to lose. Mm-hmm. Like, there's a prophecy I'm going to die, but I'm going to still go and, like, try. You yeah. Know, I always like that because it's such a, like, 
most people would be like, I need to get out of here. I'm not going to try. Like, this right. is screwed. But I like it when it's just like, well, we, we're probably going to lose, but we have to right. at least try. Right. We're going to die anyways, you know. Yeah. So um, as far as watch or pass on this episode, just watch. Yeah. Just, just this... do it. No explanation needed. Just watch it. Yeah. I, I'd say for me is a 9 out of 10. I'd go with a 9. Yeah. That's fucking awesome. So I love good. this episode. It's It does such a good job of setting up like a base mm-hmm. for the entire rest of the series. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that that is it. We That's did it. it. We right, right there. Season one is in the <laughs> books. Our episode four is over. It's a long day. Yes. It's like four hours straight of filming. Oh my God. Uh, it's worth it. Yes. So Jill, what would you like to add before we sign off? Um, if you guys saw anything in this episode that you think we should work on, anything you want us to do different, leave well, it down sure in the comments. I'm sure there's plenty of critiques, um, which is fine. We, yeah. we love critiques. So leave that down in the comments. Mm. Um, we will try to, because like we filmed um, kind of our, we, oh God, we probably filmed four or five episodes today alone. Oh, yeah. Four. Yeah. Um, so going forward we would have time to make those adjustments mm. um so if there's anything that you'd like to recommend let us know yeah um anyway as the last time hopefully um i will have to say this give me a reason to use twitter yes yeah, so hopefully by the next time <laughs> record you'll have an, enough reasons to yes yeah. maybe if somebody reaches out to me i could be like hey so um yeah i am at julian underscore swan and that's mm-hmm. swan with two n's um, so give me a reason to use Twitter. I don't know. Send me a tweet or something. Please, please make, do. Make it nice. Yeah. Passion of the Nerds. Follow her. She's, yeah. she's perhaps your biggest fan. <laughs> that would be so cool. I would die. Thank figure, you guys so much for watching. Not really. <laughs> sorry. No, sorry. Thank you guys so much for watching. You can find me on Twitter at the fake BMAR. This B-M-A-R-R. You can find the channel on Twitter at WG Everything on Instagram at Wicked Get Everything. Of course, on Twitch at twitch.tv slash Wicked Everything. The main channel is at youtube.com slash Wicked Get Everything. This channel is youtube.com slash a lot of random characters because we don't have a custom URL when we're recording this. Hopefully we will. By the time this episode comes out, we need 100 subscribers to make it. But you can find it by searching Wicked Good Podcast. Find us on iTunes, Sunnydale Review. Leave us a rating. Say some nice things. <laughs> Please, it, it helps us a lot. And show your friends who maybe either you're trying to get them into Buffy and it's like, hey, there's a podcast. We can mm-hmm. also have the show and something else to relate over. Or, you know, if you have friends who are already, already big fans of the show, maybe, and you like this podcast, maybe tell them about it. Yeah. We'll see you for season two. Yes. Soon. Next week when you're listening to this. Hopefully. Not next week for us. We got a little <laughs> no. bit of time to, oh my God. where we can record this. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for watching. Have a great rest of your day. Bye. (laughs) The Sunnydale Review is a Wicked Good Everything production. The fan art of Buffy was created by Fishbone Art. The logo was created by Tamar Kutab. The original intro and outro song was created by Alex Carl.